This is Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan Proft and Amy Jacobson on AM560, The Answer. Dan and Amy and uh, hit the road, little boy. Rahm Emanuel, Tiny Dancer, gone. Focus on uh, pirouetting out of our lives over the next uh, eight months, finally. Maybe you can go back to the ballet. Tiny Dancer with his significant other, Amy Rule, at the dais yesterday. I had this to say. As much as I love this job and will always love this city and its residents, I've decided not to seek re-election. And a uh, applause went up around the city. The difference here, yes, as compared to other watershed moments in, say, the last hundred years of Chicago politics with respect to the mayor, it's not a death like Richard J. Daley. It's... Uh, it's maybe a little bit similar to Richard M. in terms of being forced out by unpopularity. But I think the smart money at the time was he could have still won re-election. He wanted to get out from underneath all the problems that he created, worsened, metastasized under him that he then handed off to Tiny Dancer. The, the, the Tiny Dancer is getting pushed out, not by insiders. He's getting pushed out by the people. Oh, he said, you know, he's doing this because he wants to spend more time with his family, even though his family is gone. For the last seven and a half years, I've given my all every day and left everything on the field. This commitment has required significant sacrifice all around. Now with our three children in college, Amy and I have decided it's time to write another chapter together. When he, when he talks about his family, he's talking about his, his family at Goldman Sachs, at no. uh, GTCR, <laughs> at Morgan Stanley, that family. Politicians always say... They're going to leave public office to spend more time with their family. My children were smart enough to see that coming, and they scattered to the two coasts. Yeah, well, the one kid had to get out of town ahead of being arrested for being a drug dealer. Uh, allegedly. I mean, we don't know. We don't know because the... Uh, I'm not going to say a word. Because the cameras... Well, they just were inconveniently not working that day. Right. The one on the CTA platform wasn't working. The one the, that Hermitage uh, and Bertow for working. some reason was out. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Allegedly, that was the case. I mean, we don't know. He did get his tooth knocked out. I mean, it was pretty bad assault. Got to pay the drug dealers. Mo- uh, drug oh. deals go bad. Sometimes they go violent. Oh, I, and also, I, don't forget, Tiny Dancer said as a way to address uh, street crime, take it to the alleys. So that's what that's what they did. Uh, for more on this topic, uh, John Cass uh, from Chicago Tribune has uh, written a column on it. <coughs> Lord of the Flies on LaSalle Street, says John Cass. John, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Danny. Uh, so, Hello, Amy. Hi. So, Lord of the Flies on LaSalle Street, what do you mean? Look, uh, now that he's out, and you, a good call on that because he's out, he's forced out by circumstances. You said earlier that he doesn't want to wear the jacket for Laquan, and that's exactly what would happen, and that forced him out. But uh, now that he's gone, you, you, you see Tony Preckwinkle, Bill Daly, Mendoza, uh, oh. Ricky, you know, they're all crawling. It's Lord of the Flies. They're all, like, crawling over the city now. Well, you so were... who's Piggy? Yeah. Well, who... who who's Piggy, who, Dan? 
Well, who uh, who is most likely to get to the conch shell? <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, they're all they're all crawling over all over the city now. I I listened to Ballas earlier. They didn't have the guts to run earlier. Now they're running, or they're talking about it. Well, who's they? Not like, the give city. us some big names. You well, you, I put some in the column. Dan mentioned it, uh, but mentioned uh, people he's heard about. Tony Preckwinkle, Billy yeah. Daly, Susanna Mendoza, uh, Ricky Munoz. I don't know why he'd be running. They didn't have the guts to run a Latino candidate when Brown was in office. And now that he's abdicated or is leaving the race, uh, now there'll be a Latino candidate. It's all a joke. Well, but, I mean, if there was no Latino candidate on this landscape, I mean, it would show incredible weakness, wouldn't it? I mean, I, I'm surprised there wasn't one previously, but certainly if there wasn't Latino representation in the in the uh, in the race now, it would just make that community look weak politically, wouldn't it? Well, perhaps, but the community looked pretty weak when they were running a five foot six uh, little Jewish guy with nine and a half fingers as their Latino yeah. candidate. Yeah, that's right? true too. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So, in his, what do you guys think? Well, in his what years, do what do I think? I, I'm I'm yeah. supporting Paul Vallis. That's what I don't think. That's what I know. And I'm going to put yard signs up everywhere I possibly can. Spread the word about him. What about you, John Cass? Who are you? I don't. You? I support no one. I'm a journalist. I'm not Chuck Todd. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a staffer, a Democratic staffer, blaming Roger Ailes for everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but, but so on the mayor's race, so w- w- the the prospects of Preckwinkle, um, uh, for example. Well, I mean, me Bill nauseous. Bill Daly. Are you serious? Bill Daly couldn't uh. Uh, couldn't go the distance with Pat Quinn. Um, that that seems to me like, and the idea that people want to go back to a Daly at this point. What about somebody who would be uh, a new face with an old name? Oh, no, new face with an old what name, you... only known to insiders like Jerry Joyce's kid. Oh yeah. Son of Kaiser Sosa. Yeah, why not? <laughs> exactly. Well, but tell yeah. tell people who this is because he's in the race right now. Yeah, uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I I did a podcast on the Chicago way saying Ron might drop out uh, because of Laquan. And the week before, I mentioned Kaiser Sosa's kid, Jerry Joyce, who's running. I, I don't know why. Why would Jerry Joyce want to, his kid to run unless it's like, you know, I'm going to stake a claim on this piece of the electorate. You know, I guess white Southwestsiders, coppers from the 19th Ward. And what are you going to give me to get out, you know, to the other candidates? There's a lot of that going on in politics, Dan. You, you, try, you touch on it when you discuss politics, the inside game. But right now we're going to see a lot of that. So a jo- lot of posturing. Yes. And what are you going to give me not to get in? Right, and so Joyce was Joyce. Your take is correct me if I'm wrong. Joyce doesn't have a chance to win. This is a spoiler. This is a you know, like you say, looking for the quid pro quo. Give me that uh, airport concession contract back, and I won't run. Right, exactly. That's how I see it. I could be wrong. You know, I could I could be wrong. I, I, maybe I'm I'm a little cynical. But I've only been covering Chicago politics for like two thousand years now. Yeah, right. Well, do you think no. Mayor Emanuel is going to cut a deal with someone to take his place, and he's going to support someone publicly? Well, is Charlie Rose is Charlie Rose is in trouble now. He's not doesn't have a TV show to pull that kind of little two, you know bait and switch business that they did with Dailies and Obama. 
Um, but in this case, I'd, I'd say that any candidate who thinks that Rom's ten million, he's not going to use that ten million dollars, or at least some of it, to affect the outcome uh, by still dropping Apple research that he's got and other stuff. Uh, they're wrong because Rom, if he has any kind of future, which I doubt, in politics, he'll have to have a base. Well, so he, and, so so and, so. Okay, oh, he'll, well, so he'll try to affect the outcome. Well, so what about Obama, um, who's uh, in town ah. to accept a government ethics award from U of I? Uh, so that's uh, the uh, the uh, uh, genuflecting before uh, yeah. the cri- the political Christ figure in this state continues. What about Obama's influence here? Why wouldn't another Obama acolyte, if you will, uh, enter this race? And Obama can back that person, a uh, Valerie Jarrett, yeah. I don't know, a Melody Hobson, somebody ah. like that, and. And, or, uh, and, Swamp, and Arnie Duncan and ah. Swamp the Field. What about that? I did mention that, interestingly enough, in today's column in the Chicago Tribune. And uh, all Obama really has to do is what he always does, you know, take some clay, mold it in the shape of an Obama-like figure, and then blow on it and make it real. Well, what do you think that the prospects are? I mean, look, Arnie Duncan was a dutiful rebounder for all those years. Uh, he does is play basketball. Yeah. He goes from a re- gym to gym and plays hoops. Yeah, what about a reward for that dope? Yeah, a reward for boxing out, doing the rebounding and passing to Obama? Yeah. yeah make him mayor, sure. Why not? I mean, we're building a temple of love to this guy. You know, $500 million temple of love. <laughs> why not Why not do that? Uh-huh. I think it's interesting that he could not, you know, one thing I was thinking about, Rom needed, you know, had so much trouble with African-Americans. And I didn't see Obama come forward at all in this kind of uh, chaos period, you know, the Laquan McDonald period, saying, hey, Rom, I've got your back. I'm standing with Rom. I'm endorsing Rom. There was none of that. You notice that? It's yeah. what's not, it's what they don't do and what they don't say, as Dan Prop often says, that's also ridiculous. Hey, did Mayor? And I didn't see that. Yeah, did Mayor Emanuel accomplish anything in his time as mayor? Besides extending the school day. Yeah, got to. Uh, well, yeah, built that DePaul, that basketball stadium that uh, nobody goes to. That we don't to need. not to not watch DePaul play. Yeah. yeah. But but just think of this: by not building the DePaul Arena where it should be, uh, there was a lot of development that Brian Hopkins gave these uh, all the that was drawn into the map could administer, right? So he did he did accomplish some stuff. Well, but uh, as to large, yeah. you know, remember, we didn't, we don't need cops. He kept sending Gary McCarthy out. We don't need cops. We don't need cops. We don't need cops, right? Well, I think we did need cops, and we did need a lot of them, and they didn't do it. I mean, so how's that? You know, we were talking about uh, Jerry Joyce's kid, and you're talking about some of these inside players and these daily holdovers and some of the uh, uh, some of those on the uh, city council as well. But are we do we overstate the uh, the substan the the substance of the machine in 2018? I mean, uh, Jerry Joyce daily can can they really rig an election like they used to be able to? Can they really pick their candidate like they used to? Or are there people that can come in from the outside and uh, through social media, their own fundraising sources, um, take on anybody that a Daly or a Rom or maybe even an Obama would back? I think that we, the most of the political media in Chicago, uh, it has reverence for that band of thugs and gangsters called the Chicago Machine. 
and I think it's similar to uh, Washington media having reverence for the establishment, hence the uh, genuflecting over the McCain funeral, right, where they talked about how great it was when people reached across the aisle. But mostly, I think in, in some sad respect, uh, most of us in journalism are not iconoclasts, but we're more like uh, gatekeepers. But that said, there are maybe three or four, five wards that could deliver something. And uh, if Susanna Mendoza gets in the race, Madigan could influence those few wards in a large turnout, perhaps help her there. Outside of that, uh, Madigan's like 70, what is he, 7,000 years old? Sooner or later, Methuselah has to go. And all that's changing, too. Well, the it, changes it, that yeah, you'll it's, see is... The changes you'll see is in the in the city council. Pat O'Connor's probably not going to run. All these old timers are like, "Hey, I'm done." Will Ed Burke will Ed Burke reconsider running again? I don't know. How many times do you want to see Ed Burke with uh, sombrero standing next to uh, uh, one of those bands called you know the Mariachi bands? As many times as as many times as he'll do it. I love watching politicians defile themselves. he, I don't know. But, but it, 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 so there is a changing of the guard that's happening. I think Madigan's yeah. a short-termer as well. Ed Burke's a yes. short-termer. So yeah. the question is, is there any prospect that that changing of the guard will mean a new day in Chicago and not just the same day with new faces? Yeah, I think so. Ironically enough, uh, Paul Vallis has been around a long time uh, as a technocrat. Uh, he does, he's not representative of, as Amy says, of that... Uh, old school thing. Not at all, because they really hated him. Uh, I remember Ballas when he uh, got bounced out of City Hall and they sent him to uh, the, the, the Chicago Public Schools. They, Bailey wanted him to die there. He didn't want him to succeed. But and he, he sent him there because Ballas kept asking the one question, why are we buying all this salt from Melrose Park? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Pat Hewlett's the alderman comes up to me at City Hall and says, hey, what's with the creek? Asking these questions about the salt from Melrose Park. I go, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not in, in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Well, sort of some... Where's the Republican Party, Dan? Yeah, Dan. Uh, well, um, let's see. You've got uh, Tiny Dancer, who's already reserved the Valerie Jarrett suite at the Ronner's compound in the Amalfi Coast, where they're going to reconstitute the wine club in a couple of months. So that's uh, that's in the offing. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, I don't know. Where is the Republican Party? Do you do you see one, John? I mean, I well, think there's. I, I, I think the the interesting thing of uh, just one one more point. The interesting thing is actually the signs of life for the Republican Party, not in the suburbs so much where the party needs to be strong if it's ever going to be a majority party, but places like the Northwest Side where there's new people that have come in to mm-hmm. constitute an organization and they're running candidates and they're challenging socialists like John Arena. So it's interesting. The, the toughest landscape is where you you see signs of life for the GOP. So maybe there is for the city more so than the state, ironically. And, and remember this, Amy, there was a guy who ran for governor and said famously, I was born a poor black child. Oh, right? yes. Yeah, I love, I, that. Think, I love that guy. I still think Dan Proff, Dan, you should, you should think about it. Man. All right. A, a platform like uh, 
cyclone fences for everybody. <laughs> something like that. Exactly. I got friends I want to make rich, too. Why can't I run? That's the there point. You go. Oh, gosh. All right. John Cash, Chicago Tribune columnist extraordinaire. Check out his most recent offering, Lord of the Flies on LaSalle Street in the Tribune. John, thanks so much thanks, for joining man. us. Appreciate it. Oh, it's going to get crazy Bye. around here. Thanks. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. Mr. Proft, your response. Yeah, like everybody else, I was born a poor black child, too. Connect with Dan and Amy on the AM560 The Answer mobile app. Just text the word app to 64636 to download the app today.